Slam for September 23rd, 2020. Chronologically, this show is coming at the end of my day. If you listen to Public Beta Podcast as well from earlier today, that's me and Reed, me popping into my office on my holiday just to bring you podcast content because I care. Your host this week, myself, Lee. I am by my lonesome. Uh, I just helped myself to a face full of smoked fish here on an autumn. Beautiful, uh, cloudy, overcast, little bit of a spits of rain day. Uh, here in Manitoba, we got like a frost and then some warm weather. And it seems to have preserved the leaves in a way that usually doesn't happen. Usually we get like a week and a half of beautiful colors and those things hit the fucking floor. But for whatever reason, here we are. Uh, one week in and, and all the oranges and stuff. I am just in a good mood about it. Uh, also a treat to have to uh, review an AEW Dynamite that was fan. Even though it was seven days ago, uh, the, another episode of AEW Dynamite is airing just hours from now, uh, I'm going to talk about last week's AEW Dynamite. Uh, yeah, man, smoked fish in the fall? My God, uh, was gifted some by my parents here, who they got from a friend of theirs, uh, some onions and vinegar and rye bread. I don't know if this is more of a local interlake thing, but uh, definitely something you should check out. Smoked fish, though, or any smoked meat, for that matter. Very uh, delicate uh, thing. I find that a lot of people put a little too much smoke flavoring in there, do it a little wrong. This is, man, this and, uh, between a, this and a brisket I had earlier this week, an okay holiday in terms of food, and an okay holiday in terms of wrestling. Let's get down to it, shall we? AEW Dynamite from Wednesday, September 16th, 2020, from Daly's Place in Jacksonville, Florida. Jurassic Express with Marco Stunt versus FTR to start things off. Jurassic Express is already in the ring. Young Bucks meander to the ring and super kick the ref. More fines to come for the Young Bucks. Uh, as they leave, the Young Bucks, that is, Matt tosses a wad of cash at Tony Khan, who is sitting in Gorilla. Uh, Young Bucks come upon FTR, who taunts them. FTR's music hits, and they make their way to the ring with Tully. Jungle Boy starts things off, Cash and Dax with frequent tags. Jungle Boy using his leverage and quickness to gain the advantage. Luchasaurus tagged in. FTR uses uh, using diversionary tactics to distract the ref while getting in a dis disorienting tag. Luchasaurus staggered by a knee from Dax. Dax to the top rope. Lucha counters for a near fall. Flipping sent on off the back of Luchasaurus onto Dax is Jungle Boy, who is now the legal man. Huge spinning elbow to Jungle Boy in enemy territory. He recovers and hits a double Hurricane Rana. Cash hits a power slam uh, for a near fall. Dax tagged in. Toe kick, snap suplex, another near fall on Jungle Boy. Dax tags Cash in. They drop Jungle Boy onto Cash's knee. Jungle Boy looking a bit rough at this point. Cash applies an abdominal stretch. Jungle Boy looking desperate for a tag. FTR cuts off the ring. Another near fall on Jungle Boy. Sound check here for the week, as we like to do. Uh, it's good. Uh, this was a pre-recorded show. Uh, so naturally, the crowd sounds and everything that goes along with that uh, was sounding good. And this match was a great way to start the night. Luchasaurus gets the hot hand. He clears Dax from the ring, uh, standing salt on cash for a two count. Dax gets the tag, cut off the ring from Jungle Boy. Lucha breaks free. Series of spinning kicks, or tail whips, if you will. Jungle Boy, the legal man, grabs an earfall on Dax. Totally screaming kick out. 
at ringside here. Jungle Boy and Dax down in the center of the ring. Cash tagged in. Power slide reversal from Jungle Boy for a near fall. Dax back. He's rolled up for a near fall by Jungle Boy. No Luchasaurus in the corner yet. Crossbody by Jungle Boy on Dax. They roll through for a series of pin attempts. Luchasaurus and Cash in the ring now too. FTR double teams him to knock him over the ropes. Jungle Boy with a surprise roll-up attempt on Dax. They trade uppercuts. Jungle Boy with an inside cradle. Cash sends Luchasaurus into the crowd at ringside. Jungle Boy splashes Cash. Dax and Jungle Boy square off now. Cash gets up on the apron with an assisted pin. And Jungle Boy eats the pin. One, two, three. But looks strong all the same. Which is always the story uh, with one Jungle Boy, Jack Perry. Uh, that this that all Jurassic Express and, and Jungle Boy do is, is lose on Dynamite. But always giving the rub. Always looking strong uh so that when you do flip the switch on uh, this guy or them as a team let's do it uh they're a crowd favorite that's uh, the best way to put it i guess this was a great match ftr you know you're not going to get anything super flashy but you're going to get a good pro wrestling match tonight street fight best friends versus santana and ortiz thunder rosa versus ivalice for the a uh, nwa champion women's championship jericho and hagar versus private party mjf in action hangman page versus frankie kazarian my god Backstage with Alex Marvez, Matt Hardy on the ground in pain. Private Party attends to him. Jericho and Hagar appear and taunt him. H Hardy is not unconscious uh, on the ground here, so I don't know why he couldn't be asked who attacked him or anything like that. But Matt Hardy appears to be written off as he recovers from whatever the hell happened to him on that pay-per-view. Back from break, we have Kenny Omega on commentary. Frank Kazarian and Hangman Page is next. These men proceed to pro-wrestle. Kazarian attempts some holds on the mat. Page with some offense. Clothesline slam. Strikes in the center of the ring. Uh, Pescato from Page. The men brawl outside. We head to picture in picture. Back from break. Kazarian frustrated. Beats Page to the mat. Hooks the fisherman suplex for a near fall. Uh, I always like the turn of phrase that you hook a fisherman suplex. It's like a nested pun. And I like it. Huge shots. They trade clotheslines. Suplex counters. All good stuff. Page grabs Frankie as he goes... Uh, for a springboard off of Brett's rope. Huge shooting stars press from Page for a two count. Frankie dashes around, sucks Hangman into a DDT. Hangman planted for a near fall, backslide pin attempt from Kazarian, and another near fall. Sliding Lariat off the ropes from a desperate Page. Cutter from Kazarian. Hangman kicks out at two and a half. Powerbomb from Hangman. Kazarian kicks out at 2.9. Outside the ring, Kazarian attempts to toss a dazed Hangman back in the ring. He reverses the momentum. For a huge clothesline, back in the ring, Hangman manages to catch Frankie with a buckshot lariat, and that's it. One, two, three. Absolutely phenomenal match. Uh, Frankie Kazarian, whenever this guy <coughs> shows up in a singles uh, com uh, contest of any kind on Dynamite, I absolutely look forward to it. Previously, he fought Moxley, I think, one-on-one -on -one, uh, it was. Uh, great wrestler. I like the... the pacing of the matches when he's in in singles and you know it's just going to be a great uh pro wrestling time i know it's weird to say uh to to and to really underline pro wrestling uh on on a pro wrestling show as it were but frankie kazarian delivers what i'm looking for and hangman page of course is great as well excalibur mentions kenny has been uh talking about tag team wrestling in the past tense kenny departs Hangman uh, stands tall in the ring, looks around for Kenny, who is already exited by the tunnel. Hangman calls for a brewski as we head to a bad blood montage of Santana Ortiz versus bed f Best Friends. Uh, so yeah, Kenny was on uh, commentary for that last match, and he was just kind of like putting over, you know, what he's going to do next, uh, saying, you know, nothing really bad to say about Hangman or anything like that, but, but as very much seems to have moved on. So we'll see what comes 
of that. MJF, accompanied by Wardlow, is in action next. MJF uh, taunts the faces and heals at ringside. Great stuff, as always. Newcomer Sean... something? Forget it. MJF pokes him in the eyes, wrenches his arm, and Sean Dean, it turns out his name is, uh, immediately taps out. MJF refuses to release the hold, smiles like a jackass, asks his music to be cut, and grabs a microphone. MJF says he should be the AEW champion, as John Moxley cheated to win... Asks the crowd to refer to him as the undefeated, undisputed, uncrowned champion of AEW. Threatens Justin Roberts to announce him by this tagline, or Orlo will uh, be forced to kick his ass, obviously. Teases he may need to uh, be a lone wolf no longer. He's better than you, and you know it. So MJF here, uh, standing tall, getting a win back. Uh, saying he, d he didn't lose, that Moxley cheated, which is absolutely fair. Keeps Moxley strong, and Moxley is maybe looking to join a faction of some kind. Taz. Taz breaks down Ricky Starks' offense, how he has alternate grips and, and, and you know, stuff like that. Uh, Eddie Kingston, Lucha Bros, and uh, Butcher Blade are in the ring. Eddie on the mic talking about he had never lost the uh, Battle Royale. Says they are family, a family of violence. Eddie implores Butcher and Blade to find some victims from the faces at ringside. Uh, Lucha Bros and Butcher and Blade destroy some jobbers in the ring while Eddie taunts them from the corner. Eddie says something cryptic to Blade about getting his uh, house in order, uh, and we go to break. Uh, me and Reed were both a little worried about what he meant by this at first, but it uh, probably is referring to the bunny, who is, I think, in storyline and in real life, married to the Blade, and uh, has been messing around with QT Marshall for too long. So maybe Eddie Kingston and his family of violence versus the Nightmare family is where this is headed. Private Party versus Jericho and Hagar. Aggressive start by Private Party, uh, keeping Hagar off his feet as much as possible. Quinn, Mark Quinn that is, cut off in uh, in Inner Circle's corner. Jericho tagged in for some head punches. The heels continue to get heat on Quinn, uh, who gets a boot up and delivers a double foot dropkick to Hagar. Jericho and Isaiah Cassidy tagged in. Low dropkick, takes Hagar off his feet on the apron. Turns and surprises Jericho with a near fall. Uh, jumps to the apron. Jericho distracts uh, the ref while Hagar delivers a blow to with Floyd the Bat on the apron. Never get on the apron with your back turned to the crowd in anything to do with the inner circle. You will very well meet Floyd if that is the case. We had to picture and picture back from break. We get a foot stomp neckbreaker combo on Jericho for a near fall. All men are down. Hagar scrambles to his corner and stumbles into the ring. Isaiah jumps out of the way as Hagar splashes his own partner Jericho in the corner. Quinn takes out Hagar. Isaiah too slow. Uh, to make a cover on the down Jericho, and this match continues. As far as I know, that is the first time the Inner Circle has ever struck each other by accident. Isaiah ducks a Judas effect and hits a springboard neckbreaker. Announcers criticize him for not going for the cover. Isaiah climbs to the top rope and whiffs a playing dead a Jericho. Judas effect, one, two, three, Jericho wins. Jericho places Isaiah in the walls of Jericho. Ref calls for the bell. Quen rushes into the ring and delivers a Pele kick that knocks out Le Champion cold. Hagar pulls Jericho to safety and Private Party's theme plays. Setting up maybe a little a little single something or other with Jericho and Quinn, or maybe uh, just these teams will meet again in some kind of tag tournament or qualifier. Thunder Rosa, the champion, uh, the NWA World Women's Champion, mind you, versus Ivelisse. Sheeta at ringside taking in the match. Uh, the women are shoving at one another before the bell has even rung. Lots of footsies, arm drag attempts, arm drag blocks, intimidation. It wasn't a great start to this match. Tony Schiavone plugs AEW Heels, a community for women. 
didn't really look into what that is beyond that. JR mentions it's his first NWA title match ever. Uh, it's the first NWA title match ever on Dynamite. Excalibur puts over our combatants. Thunder Rosa with a massive low drop kick charges Ivelisse in the corner with an elbow strike and knee. Two count says ref Aubrey Edwards. Thunder Rosa with Ivelisse up on her back. Diamante with a distraction. Ivelisse gets a tricky pin for a near fall. Picture in picture time. Thunder Rosa delivers a tombstone pile driver. After the break to uh, pick up the pin, uh, Rosa defends her championship. Diamante strikes after the match. Ivelisse and Diamante evidently tag partners. JR confirms this. Sheeta clears the ring, easily picks up Rosa's belt, and places it on Rosa's shoulder. She leaves Rosa and Eva Monte, as I call them, Jaw Jack, as we head to the next segment. This was fine uh, in terms, in the grand scheme of women's matches on Dynamite. Honestly, not that bad. Uh, there was some rumor about them actually trading uh, real shoot shots here in this match. Uh, where where Ivelisse was not selling uh, for Rosa. So Rosa started laying it in a little bit. Whatever. Uh, they have a tag match tonight. Ivelisse and Diamante versus Sheeta and Rosa. My name is Miro and I'm All Elite. From last week we get a recap of Miro's debut. Uh, we cut to this week. Miro is bench pressing. Penelope is spotting him. Miro uh, hears Kip say the word ring and asks if he can please devour someone tonight. Kip informs him it's not yet time. Uh, and they hype each other for their bachelor party. For Kip, uh, Kip's bachelor party. Back from break, Lance Archer uh, delivers a giant choke slam to the same masked jobber that was attacked earlier by Butcher and Blade. Bad night for that guy. Jake the Snake and Lance Archer are in the ring. Jake on the mic quoting Wish You Were Here by Pink Floyd. He mentions he's in need of two partners for an upcoming six-man match. He says if he's going to get in bed with the devil, it may as well be the Tasmanian devil. That old expression. Request Taz join him. Taz appears and says they are happy to do business with Jake and Lance. The Machine, the Absolute. Ricky Starks. And the AW Championship challenger, the Monster, on a team. Taz says they have a deal when Lance defeats Moxley... He will give Brian Cage a shot at the championship first. October 14th, Lance says he's putting that punk-ass punk John Moxley down. Moxley's music plays. He appears from a door to the side of the stage. As Moxley opens his mouth to speak, he's jumped from behind by Ricky Starks and a flying Brian Cage. Jobber Will Hobbs appears with a chair. He staggers Cage and scares them away with his aggression. That's a hell of a team you got there, Jake, says Moxley. Moxley introduces willpower Will Hobbs, the first member of his team. Moxley looks into the camera. Darby Allen, he screams. Get your ass to Jacksonville. We're going to war. Next week, six-man tag team action. Moxley, Hobbs, and Allen versus Archer, Cage, and Starks. That's tonight. JR plugs the one-year anniversary show, uh, which will be the October 14th show. The main event will be Moxley and Archer, as mentioned. Next week, today, the six-man tag I just mentioned, plus Brody Lee... TNT Championship versus Orange Cassidy. Sheeta and Rosa versus Diamante and Ivelisse, as I aforementioned. Chris Jericho will appear with a mic and a bat in his hand. And main event up next, parking lot fight. Okay. Will Hobbs has been uh, actually signed to an AEW contract. They like the look of him. They like the way he worked. And yes, he's been doing jobs. But that is not to say that now you can flip the switch. Uh, we have Moxley putting this guy over. Uh, putting him on his team. Giving him the rub. Uh, Darby Allen, of course, uh, very popular. We got a tease of him. This whole setup is great, and I'm looking very much forward to the main event tonight. I believe that's the main event. It should fucking be. Uh, yeah. And then uh, also Lance Archer and uh, Jake the Snake. They're giving Lance Archer like a 50-50 promo. Jake, Jake talks for a bit, gets things nice and creepy, and then Lance Archer takes over. Fantastic. Great job. Speaking of great job, this fucking parking lot fight was an absolute treat to have to watch twice. Once with Reed... 
uh, where we were just losing our minds, and then again to take some notes. And I wasn't going to take play-by-play notes for this match because it's just such a fun, fun time, and I think the play-by-play doesn't do it justice. Uh, but go watch this match. If you're going to watch anything from last week's Dynamite, watch this parking lot match. It sets a new bar uh, for this kind of match in terms of utilizing everything, uh, doing some damage to some cars, and uh, getting over both of these teams in a big, bad way. I absolutely love this. One of the better things I've seen on Dynamite all year, uh, even. So happy to cover it next. Uh, so we get back from a commercial break. Curtains up. Justin Roberts announces the main event. Wrestlers and cars are arranged in a circle around the best friends. Santana Ortiz appear with their faces painted. I don't know if this was a cultural thing or just a The Warriors reference. Either way, I'm down with it. Both teams immediately start brawling. Uh, heads slammed into cars. Chop so many dents in these vehicles. Best friends fighting for the honor of Trent's mom, Sue. Trent places Ortiz on the engine of a Chevy and slams the hood on him repeatedly. Chuck with a senton off the roof of the car onto the hood. Trent with a flatback sit-down senton on the hood as well. They crush Ortiz here. Uh, pinfall, submission, or surrender are the conditions to win this match. Trent pulls some plywood and bridges it on the uh, back of a pickup truck. Trent then tosses a plank off Ortiz that bounces up and nearly hits him in the eye. And what was uh, serendipitous about this is me and Reed were just talking about when you get involved with, with 2x4s and stuff like this and throwing this kind of stuff around and you're fired up. Uh, that things bounce or clip off things in ways you, you just can't, you know, spike a football. What direction is it going to head? Uh, so when Trent, we were just talking about this, and when Trent bounces that 2x4 off of uh, Ortiz and nearly takes out his own eye with it, we were like, shit, well, speak of the devil. Oh, boy. Where do I get back Back to this? Uh, Trent then tosses the plank off Ortiz that bounces up and nearly hits him in the eye. Chuck breaks off to deal with Santana, but eats a steel baton to the tummy. Santana with a spine shot to Trent with this baton. Santana, the first to bleed from a mirror spot. Uh, he got bounced off a mirror, Excalibur says. I don't know if he cut himself uh, or what. Certainly not the last to bleed in this match. Santana smashes Trent's face on the underside of a pickup truck's tailgate. Ortiz tosses a sledgehammer at Chuck, who dodges. The hammer lodges itself in the windshield of a nearby car. Ortiz suplexes Chuck on the roof. Santana with a splash and pin kick out. Trent is back, bounces Ortiz off the hood. Ortiz responds with a baton shot. Trent breaks out of a powerbomb, recovers, and spears Ortiz through the door that has been propped on the same red car we've been talking about this whole time. Trent is bleeding. Ortiz is severely bleeding. Uh, <laughs> Chuck... Uh, stumbles through the debris. Santana clubs him on the side of the head. In the uh, background, Trent smacks Ortiz with a chunk of door. Trent goes uh, for a swinging DDT. Ortiz with a dustpan smashes Trent. Chuck grabs Ortiz. Santana temporarily out of commission. Chuck sets up a steel barricade on a car hood. Ortiz's body bends the steel as Chuck hits a suplex. Santana smashes a plank across Trent's lower back and breaks it. The plank, not Trent's back, although, you know, you could say both. The men continue to brawl so much fun. Trent approaches a downed Ortiz on the roof of a silver car. Ortiz with a surprise low blow and a powerbomb to Trent who slowly slides down the side of the car. Santana and Ortiz are all alone with Trent. They double powerbomb him through a goddamn windshield. Just let that sink in. Chuck appears with a bat and begins to choke Santana with it. He grabs a plank and repeatedly smacks Ortiz. Uh, he runs at Santana, who tosses him up and over onto a pair of horizontal laying garbage cans. Best street fight I've ever called, says JR, and he doesn't just say that shit. Best friends bleeding on the concrete. Proud and powerful taunt them, kicking and smacking them with planks. Trent's back cut all over from the windshield spot. He's also bleeding from his eye at this point. Santana rains clean shots on Chuck, who collapses. 
He retreats and equips a serious-looking lead pipe and points it at Chuck. Just when it looks like all hope is lost for the good guys, a trunk opens. Orange Cassidy emerges with a chain-wrapped fist. Huge orange punch to Santana. Orange lifts and Fireman carries him to Chuck, who pile drivers him through the hood of a car. Trent with a crunchy to Ortiz through the plywood laying across the back of the pickup bed. One, two, three. Trent with the pin. Best friends win. The beaten men share a smile and laugh. Trent's eyes light up as he sees his mom pull up in her new van. Mama, says Trent. Orange Cassidy rides shotgun. Sue hugs her bleeding son. Chuck and Trent into the back seat, the, just covering it in blood, presumably. Uh, the van begins to pull away, then stops. Sue extends her arm from the window, and with a chef's kiss, she flips the bird and drives off. Uh, and that's the end of the show. Uh, phenomenal. The, the whole show was good. Make sure you watch that street fight from Dynamite. And, of course, another Dynamite coming up tonight. So I teased on Twitter uh, that I watched some G1. And I was going to watch uh, the highlights, the bigger matches from night one and two to get a little taste of block A and block B of the G1 tournament. I ended up watching mostly night A uh, and uh, or block B. Oh, shit. Block A night one uh, of this thing and had a good time doing so. And we'll probably be back uh, to check on the tournament later on, especially for the finale. If you are unfamiliar... Uh, the G1 Climax Tournament. This is G1 Climax 30. It's an ongoing professional wrestling tournament promoted by the Japan-based New Japan Pro Wrestling and JPW. The tournament commenced on uh, September 19th and will conclude on October 18th. It's a month long. Is the 13th edition of G1 Climax and 46th edition of the tournament, counting its previous forms under different names. Considered New Japan Pro Wrestling's most important tournament, the G1 Climax features 20 wrestlers divided into two blocks of 10 A and B. Each participant faces... All nine other wrestlers within the same block in singles matches. The winner of each block is determined via a point system with two points for a win, one for a draw, and no point for a defeat. Each night of the event sees the ten me uh, members of one block compete uh, for the tournament, while the members of the non-competing block perform in tag team matches and have no influence on of the tournament results. On the final day of the, the event, the winners of both blocks face each other to determine the winner of the G1 Climax, who will gain a future match uh, for the IWGP Heavyweight Championship at Wrestle Kingdom. And uh, JPW's biggest yearly event, the event will be broadcast on TV and so forth. Uh, so you can find this thing online. Uh, you can, I, I, I assume there's English commentary. I just grabbed the, the Japanese commentary because I knew I was just going to be watching this out of the corner of my eye. Let's talk about it. Uh, night one was on September 19th. It uh, consisted of the Block A wrestlers, who you'll learn about very shortly. Uh, Osaka Prefectural Gymnasium in Namba, Osaka, is where this took place, as did the second night. Uh, crowd is present. Uh, however, they are not allowed to shout or make noise with their mouths. They are only allowed to clap. Even all the same. Uh, I mean, it made for some weird moments of complete uh, silence as, as they're just on the edge of their seats. Japanese fans are quiet at sometimes during wrestling anyways, because they're politely seeing what's going to happen, and they clap at the end of a big spot or cheer uh, throughout. Uh, I come back from a shower just in time to see uh, Yuya Mora defeat Yoda Sushi uh, with a submission. Will Ospreay versus uh, Yojiro Takahashi is the second bout of the night. Will enters the crowd, unable to pop, claps along to his theme song. Man, you have never seen someone more happy than Will Ospreay here. Looking so fucking happy, he cannot hide his emotions 
you know, the whole thing with Hannah Kimura and this guy, uh, you know, already being on the rocks uh, mentally and not being able to do the thing he loves that he's been put on this fucking earth to do for six months or whatever is awful. This guy is so happy. He taps the mat. He locks up with Yujiro. Great physical mat. Yujiro drops Will on his head, gets a two count. Will fights back and the finish here. Will flips out of a powerbomb, hits a Stormbreaker for a one, two, three. Uh, Will Ospreay wins this one, announces I'm home on the microphone after the match. Wonderful to see you. I've missed you. I'm not going to lie. Just before I came out, I was scared. I was nervous. Then I happened to look in the mirror. There's no reason to be nervous because I am Will Ospreay. I'm the best wrestler in the world right now. New Japan has been good during the pandemic era. However, it's so much better now that Will Ospreay is back. This G1 is about being the one you are looking at him. He swaggers out of the arena. Taichi versus Jeff Cobb. These men shake hands and get down to it. Jeff Cobb is very athletic for a man uh, with a body like rhinos. Uh, tai Chi uses a small mallet at ringside out of the... I guess it's the ring bell mallet at ringside out of the view of the ref to do some damage to the Cobb. Back in the ring, Tai Chi continues to work over Cobb's leg. Jeff Cobb with some facial hair here looking sort of like a sexy... Uh, he's from Guam, I guess. Like, he, he's born in Hawaii and raised in Hawaii wherever, so he gets mistagged as, as Hawaiian or Samoan a lot. But I believe he's from Guam... And I believe someone from Guam is known as Guamanian? Guamanian? I think is correct. Anyways, if Jack Black was from there, that's what Jeff Cobb's looking like here. Like a sexy Jack Black from an island. Jeff uh, gets some heat back. The men trade huge shots in the ring. Cobb fires up with a giant forearm that sends Taichi to the floor. Headbutt, Pele kick, both men are down. Things are serious now and Taichi engages uh, his ripaway pants. Jeff catches his leg in, uh, on a kick attempt. Big slam, standing moonsault, near fall. Exciting conclusion as Taichi desperately goes, uh, does damage to Cobb. Lays him out with a clothesline for a near fall. Back on their feet, Cobb reverses a uh, grab attempt into several gut-wrench suplexes. Taichi with a second win, super kicks, delivers his finish. Pins Cobb, one, two, three. Another great match. Uh, Minoru Suzuki versus uh, Tomohiro Ishii. Jesus Christ. These fucking guys. Uh, these two grizzled motherfuckers cl trade clubbing forearms in the ring before fighting to the outside. A myriad of barricade shots. Uh, smack talking and literal smacking. The hits, the selling, the hulking up. I'm goddamn here for it. Ishii uh, powers up to his feet after a Claymore kick from Suzuki. Uh, gets some offense. But a reversal, a beautiful pile driver from Minoru Suzuki ends this one. One, two, three. A 13-minute war from these guys, which was the longest uh, match of the night so far. Suzuki struts to the back to wrestle grandpa's. Is the best way I can describe this. It was it was good. For a, a show that's just singles matches, you got a good amount of variety, uh, I would have to say. Jay White versus Shingo Takagi. Who's G1? Who's G1? My G1, taunts Jay to the camera as he uh, makes his way to the ring. Takagi enters looking like a customized Tekken 7 wrestler, uh, or character rather. Uh, near the end, we get a ref spot wherein a hoisted Jay White knocks out the ref, who's red shoes, I believe, with his leg. No one can count Takagi's uh, pin. And the match continues. Jay hits a low blow on Shingo and calls for Red Shoes to return to the ring. Only a two count. He hits, I believe, the Blade Runner is Jay White's finisher. One, two, three. Jay White wins. Uh, when you don't have the English commentary, uh, if the Japanese announcers don't yell out moves. You have to, I think that's this kind of thing. Koto Ibushi, uh, Koto Ibushi versus Okada. The fucking Rainmaker is here clapping, then utter silence. The men touch fingers. The, the, you can hear a pin drop. As these guys are locking up at the beginning of this thing. Away uh, from my notes for the majority of this match. Okada hit a pile driver and attempted a submission on Ibushi. Ibushi powers up to his feet. Attempts something. Uh, but is locked down in the hold once more. Ibushi staggers Okada with a pair of knees. Okada hits a pair of beautiful drop kicks as he is known for. Time to go home. Ibushi with a Kamigoe and other strikes. Gets the pin. One, two, three. And that's night one. Uh, block two. 
uh, the following night in the same gymnasium. Uh, we have uh, Yoda Suji ver- uh, defeating Gabriel Kidd, Juice Robinson defeating Yoshihashi, uh, Toriano uh, defeating Sonata, Kenta, of course, you might know if you're a WWE fan, uh, defeated uh, Haruki Goto, uh, Zack Sabre Jr. defeating Evil, and uh, Tetsuya Naito defeating Hiroshi Tanahashi. Uh, it's good when you only check in on New Japan Pro Wrestling uh, every, you know, maybe twice a year and you get all these names and you're like, I semi-remember how to pronounce this on, on the fly while reading it on a piece of paper. Uh, and I'm getting pretty good at putting faces to names now too. So uh, the more, the less I watch WWE and the more I watch peripheral wrestling, uh, you know, it's like anything. Uh, start paying attention to it and, you know, your brain will start taking notes at some point for you. That's all I got for Sultans of Slam this week. Hoo boy. Sorry for the delay. Thank you for your patience. Uh, this is a doubleheader show, so this will go up, and then a few scant hours later, uh, you will get Public Beta Podcast, which is also a doozy, a great show with Reed. So check that out. Thank you, as always, for uh, for listening. At Tits Iceberg is us on Twitter. LeahTitsIceberg.com is me on email. Leave a question, topic, whatever, anywhere you see this posted. And if it's interesting, we will talk about it on the show. Thank you, as always. Uh, go watch some pro wrestling tonight, NXT and AEW. Primed and ready to go with the Wednesday Night Wars. The G1 continues. And uh, on Raw, they signed a vigilante group that was, like, destroying property to a contract so they can now destroy property and get paid for it or some shit like that. That's the Sultans of... Slam and welcome to-